week, Marshall Holloway and I are trying something a little different. Now, this is in addition to the podcast. It's an add-on. It doesn't take away from the length of the podcast. What we're trying is sort of an audio documentary. Marshall and I spent some time in, in Savannah, Georgia with Marty Daniel and the guys at Daniel Defense. And our idea was to, to put together uh, literally a documentary, a radio-type documentary with uh, the guys at Daniel Defense and talk a little bit about their backgrounds and their goals and how everything works there at the company. So it, it's kind of a neat setup. It's something something a little bit different that we haven't done before. And as I said, this is in addition to the podcast. So you get the podcast, you get the Daniel Defense audio documentary. Wow, you know, who else? Who else gives you all of that on a Wednesday morning? So anyway, let's jump right into that and, and let me know. Definitely go to Downrange TV, uh, go to the Michael Bain blog, contact us and let us know how you like it. Would you like to see us do more of these things? This is going to be kind of an ongoing process. It's, it's a long project that we're chopping up into little pieces and putting here on Downrange TV. So I hope you enjoy it. Marty, let's start with the most, most basic question is why has the AR-15 become America's rifle? I think that um, I think the answer to that is is can can probably take us back to our beginnings. I started shooting because my golf game was horrible, and that's where I was first introduced to an AR, and I fell in love with it. It's just a great gun. It shoots so well, and you know when I was a kid growing up, I was afraid to take a gun apart because I didn't think I'd get it back together, uh, and just to. The, you know, the first time I picked one up, I'm like, I can pop this thing apart, I can take it apart. It's so simple uh, in its design, and yet so genius. And uh, it's just a great gun. That's why that's why it's popular because people love to shoot it. They fall in love with it. So, and on top of that, you know, Marty's speaking about the simplicity of the firearm. Um, the platform and its modular nature allows people to be able to personalize the firearm to meet their needs. Uh, to meet whatever their shooting style is or whatever shooting sport they're engaged in. I mean, we're seeing the AR um, be a completely different style of firearm in a three-gun competition than it is that somebody might use it for home defense. It's completely different. Did you ever play with Legos when you were born? They are they are definitely Legos for grown-ups. <laughs> I, I think they're more like Barbies for guys. <laughs> you know, mix and match is fun to do. What Ken and Barbie wear is up to you. Right. right. <laughs> Have you ever taken anybody out with an AR who didn't come away going like, that is just the greatest gun that I've ever shot? No, and it's from that's from, uh, you know, from politicians to... Uh, you know anybody who picks up a gun and shoots it, uh, especially one of these guns, uh, just they turn and look at you like, "Wow, that was fun!" And it happens every single time. There's just an expression that is on people's faces, and that might be a great thing to do for a show for you sometime. It just take fun. random yeah. people <laughs> and t- get them to the range and let them shoot one of these guns for the first time and just capture the look. As soon as they as soon as they bring the gun down, capture the look on their face. And then paste those uh, in some kind of program. Yeah, it, it would be an awesome story about how what a great gun it is. I also think that that I mean it's easy for us to talk about ergonomics as a science, 
But when you put an AR platform gun in somebody's hand, they understand ergonomics as a reality. Yeah, absolutely. It's always a shock to them. Jay is, is Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's it's amazing to me that, you know, when Stoner designed this firearm, that the ergonomics have remained virtually unchanged for the history of the firearm. The safety's in the same spot, the trigger's where it's supposed to be, the pistol grip angle's the same, and it's incredible that it's, you know, uh, the ergonomics of the gun are just, you know, they're they're, they're perfect. I mean, I, every other gun that I pick up and I attempt to manipulate feels awkward to me after using right. an AR. So um, the ergonomics are, are incredible for this firearm. Um, and the things that we're able to do... Um, and just little improvements, you know, taking sharp edges off, removing, uh, filling in little gaps that make the gun more enjoyable to shoot. So, uh, great platform and love the ergonomics of it. And not to get into the politics of it, but ironically, the very things that scare people about the gun are the things that actually make it a better gun, make it a 21st century gun. Yeah, the the, the difference between a, a pistol grip and the, the normal place where you grip a, a shotgun is just ergonomics. It's mm-hmm. uh, pistol grip is in a better place. It's but more of an extension of your arm when you're shooting. The, the foregrip and the pistol grip are in the right location to fit your hands. The things that politicians key in on is evil features of a firearm. We remember the '94 assault weapons ban, and one of the things that was uh, part of that ban was the evil old bayonet lug because everybody's just on a mass killing sprees with a bayonet lug. Uh, it doesn't make sense that those are problems on the firearm. But, like Marty was talking about, the pistol grip uh, makes the gun, number one, uh, more ergonomic to use, but it makes the firearm more safe to handle. So a lot of the features lend itself to make the gun easy to use and safer to use. Located in Black Creek, Georgia, Daniel Defense produces premium quality AR-15 platform firearms and firearm accessories. Manufactured in our state-of-the-art facility, Daniel Defense builds rails, barrels, complete weapon systems, and a variety of mounts and other accessories. So whether you're defending your house, community, or this country, Daniel Defense has a solution to fit your small arms needs. So go to DanielDefense.com or call 866-554-GUNS today. So let's talk about the birth of Daniel Defense. Again, you, you've maybe 100,000 times told it, but good stories it's deserve a, retelling, Marty. It's, it's a great story. Um, we, you know... Literally, I was in the garage door business. I'm just a garage door hanger, and um, but for um, you know, I had I had kind of was kind of coasting in that business. Uh, had a great market share in the area that I worked in. Uh, I, I learned had learned a lot about business, but was kind of coasting. Was playing golf a lot, and not I was playing enough to want to be better, but not enough to really be better. And just <laughs> so every time I'd go golfing, I'd come home frustrated, and literally. Uh, had a conversation with uh, Ashley Burns at Blue Force Gear, uh, and he said, "Man, we there's a range back. We live across the street from each other, and he's like, there's a range back behind, behind on the back of the property. We, it's all grown up. It's been there for 30 years. We should go clear that, start shooting, and you'll like that a lot better than golf." And I'm like, "I'm game. Let's go do it." And uh, we did that. And we started shooting. That's where I was introduced to the AR platform. And um, you know, it was just a it was just a great platform. The actual beginning of our company was I had an early Colt with a big a big hole mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in the front, and nobody made a, a flat top upper for it. Everybody, the only thing you could buy was a carry handle, right. and that's all that I had. And I needed I needed four of them, and nobody made them, and nobody would build four. 
so I talked the manufacturer into building a hundred for me, and so got on the web web and uh, created a website. Ashley actually helped me do that, and um, we uh, so I sold sold a hundred of them or sold the ninety six, and then made a little money. And I thought, wow, I could. I can buy some more gun stuff. <laughs> that was the whole purpose was to buy more gun stuff. And so it's just a great story. And uh, and to be go from there in 2001 to, to where we are today, incredible journey, incredible story, a great American story uh, of how a garage door hanger can can be successful and wildly successful uh, and, and become a leader in, the, in, a, in a market, you know, from from – unknown to a leader in the market. And Jay, Jay's been a big part of that. We laugh about uh, the first advertising that I ever did. And I'll, I'll take you down and show you that in my office. That's literally at, at Knob Creek uh, in 2000, and 2000 or 2001, a piece of paper with a Sharpie that said, ask me about my sling loop, which was, <laughs> which was the second product that I built. And, uh, and you know, our, certainly Jay and his team have have um, brought our marketing to a, a much better level than it, than it was in those days. And, and, and again, at the end of the day, my job is to is to grow uh, a team. I'm a team builder, and I hire people that are smarter than me and uh, try to surround myself with those people. And, man, they, it's about having the right people. That's what the business – that's how the business has been successful. Let's just touch a little on mindset because there's lots of people in their jobs who say, you know, I'd really like an AR upper, but there's not that many of them that go the next step to say, I'm going to design one and I'm going to con some local company into building it for me and then I'm going to sell them. What's that mindset? It's, uh, it is a mindset, uh, and it's a mindset that you're – I was talking about that the other day. I'm not sure if you're born with it or if you develop it. I think you develop it at a young age. It's the it's the mindset that if somebody else can do it, I can do it just as good or even better uh, at anything. And of course, there are always limitations. I, computers computers put me there. I don't. I'm not. I'm not computer savvy. I'm not very good on computers. I'm great with an iPad. So I've got <laughs> I've got my team trained to send it whatever they need to send me on uh, in a PDF so I can see it in, on the iPad. But um, you know, if I did apply my mind to it, I could be as good as, as you know many others at that as well. So you have to be you have to be confident in your ability to think and to and to be as good or better than than your competition. And no matter no matter where you're at, if you're in the if you're in the television and podcast business, it's the same thing. You got to know in your mind, don't you, Absolutely. that you can be as good or better than everybody else, and you have to have that confidence. Absolutely, I have to believe it. Yeah, I've, I uh, believe it. it can't I have it. never told this this story much, but uh, from the first day I ever left my house as a uh, five year old boy heading to kindergarten, and every day I left the house uh, from there until I was uh, entered the army in 1998. My dad made me say I believe in myself before I left the house every single day, and I believe that I am able to keep, uh, accomplish anything that I set my mind to, and. Marty surrounds himself with people that believe the same thing. Um, and Marty's really good at pushing people sometimes to accomplish things that they don't think they really can accomplish. So uh, Marty's a good leader in that. 
um, in that respect. And like I said, he surrounds himself with people that believe in themselves. We, uh, we, I remember distinctly a meeting that I had uh, right at the end of last year. And we had grown so much and we had accomplished so much. And, and you know, the team was looking for a pat on the back. And they did get a pat on the back because they're a great team. And I said, guys, we've done a lot. We've, we've, we've accomplished our goal. We've we hit, the, hit the number. And next year we're going to do twice that. <laughs> and they're like, they look around. <laughs> they kind of get this feeling over them. They look at you and they say, Okay, let's do it. Yeah. You know, they're they're a team that's ready to do whatever I ask them to do. My girlfriend always says, after I agree to something, you know, I say, yeah, no, it's cool. I got it. It's going to be great. And then she's like, do you have any idea how you're going to do this? Okay. None whatsoever. I'm sure it'll come to me. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure once we're in motion, make it we, we'll figure it out. Exactly. But I mean, we every sh- series that we've done has been built on on that kind of concept. Well, and, and that's that's what that's what business is about. I have to make financial decisions that put things in motion, trusting that the team's going to get it done. When I bought a ha- I bought that hammer forge, <laughs> we had no idea how to build a barrel. Nobody here had ever built a barrel. In their life, and didn't know, didn't even know, didn't just didn't know how to build. Uh, nor, nor did we have a building to put it in. Okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> so a lot of things had to come come together, and you know, and a, a few a few years later, we were very good at building barrels, and and we are and we are continuing to get better every day, and and we are, I think, the best in the world probably. But it doesn't matter if we're the best or not the best. We will never be satisfied. We're going to be. We're going to continue to get better every day, and, and so you don't have. It doesn't matter where you start or where you finish. If you if you plan to get better every day, you'll eventually be very good. <laughs> <laughs>